This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. We get some cup shakes. Yeah. Trying to make sure they straight Fuck them niggas who switched I'm good on the fake Them niggas all on thin ice Trying to ice skate That ice watch won't keep you out of ice box Playing Tupac Do you really like Tupac? Hip a hitch Man, I only need two shots So you better slow it down Like your ass screwed and chopped I'm about my cash 24 7, that's morning, sun, and midnight. Yo, niggas want the action, flizz and sit tight. And get your shit right. Yo, you better play it safe, cause you want that night. You want that night. Nice. Feel like I ain't slept in 10 nights. I'm about my cash 24 7, that's morning, sun, and midnight. Yo, niggas want the action, flizz and sit tight. And get your shit right. Yo, you better play it safe, cause you want that night. Nice. Oh, yeah, that was my shit, too, dog. I don't know, you let the rest of this shit go? You waking up asleep. Now this time it won't end fair nah. I heard you talking down on the man Silence when you see the black van Now these bitches steady coming please About to have you sleeping with the fleas Tonight, bitch, my forgiveness is dead Thought of caution means you never pop up in your fucking head You scared? Well that's a damn crash shame About to put you in the news Hit you craving for the fame Throwing dirt on my name That's a costly mistake Try to reason with me But your man Like he kind of had his Aaron Oriega and like havoc in that shit. Too, like you know what I'm saying? Like when niggas used to have like real rap records, that be the that be the hook. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, don't repeat. Yeah, just just straight through. Like that's that's what that's you know what I'm saying? When I when I hit this nigga up for this, I like, bro, I need some mob deep type shit. Because I I I did two beats for him. Including uh, that uh, uh, the one with you, hundred uh, stay out the way. Stay out the way I think yeah. the other one you ain't used, but you asked me f- to do the hook on this one, like the same same month, I think, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like we was on the studio, I'm like, like nigga, I'm like, I couldn't come up with a hook, so I'm just mm-hmm. like, nigga, yeah, do this hook for me. I was fresh off a of prodigy album. Yeah, so that was like, <laughs> nigga, I was I was in a mob deep mood, man. I'm like, nigga, I need some mob deep shit, and you know what I'm saying? That shit came, that shit came. Like, I was like ready that. for Big L to start. First <laughs> to come in. Big oh yeah, oh yeah. Rapping, like no, you know what? No, no, you ain't do that beat. That was that was my nigga. Um, I know I ain't do that. Oh yeah. The other two. Oh yeah, you did the other two. Yeah, that was my nigga. Uh, that was my nigga Harry Otaku did that shit. Mm-hmm. Dog. Like yeah, he um Harry Otaku. O- Otaku. Oh yeah, like you know what I'm saying. Like you know what I'm saying. Something popular at the time. Japan, like Japan shit. Basically, you know what I'm saying. He uh he he, he was like his mentor is Nick Speed and shit. So shout out to Nick Speed. Definitely, definitely, man. But uh, welcome to episode ten of What the Fuck Did I Miss? Hey. Your man Zamp. Uh, Illuminati G. There you go. Uh, what up, though? Jay Johnson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So uh, that was Thin Ice, you know what I'm saying? Featuring me, Hunter, Andretti, and 
Illuminati G, produced by Harry Otaku. You know what I'm saying? Not not Otaku, Otaku. So yeah, there we go. (laughs) Otaku. Yeah, but um, (laughs) what's been going on, man? It's been a uh, crazy ass weekend and shit. It has, man. I was supposed to get my hair retwisted and everything, but I'm I'm all out the way. However, I've been meditating and getting my vibrations and shit right. You know what I'm saying? And I had a little financial, little you know, a little boost this week. So I appreciate that. Thank you, God. Thank you, universe. You're welcome. The bless you, hustler, come out, come out the sky with this. Sad, bro. <laughs> bless you, hustler. Like the praying hands descend from the clouds, like right under the sun, like right there. Yeah. So it's all working out good, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a... What about you, Jason? What's going on, man? Um, man, I was hanging out this weekend. Had a nice, decent week. I was off last week. I took off for my birthday because oh, yeah. niggas don't feel like working around <laughs> that time. Goddamn right. Goddamn right. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So it's been a good week, man. Yeah, it's been a, uh, it's been a, it's been a good week too, man. I know. Um, shit, I had another I had another uh, video shoot Saturday. Uh, we did um, the Scully Free. We uh, shot my nigga Frost this rad because he shot the video for me and shit. Nigga Frost, he picked, did it. Yeah, he picked a dope ass location too, dog. That location was fire. Did he, you had the whole spandex suit on, like street fighter? No, I didn't have the whole spandex. I had I had, a, I had the mask. I had a black hoodie on. I was in all black. You know what I'm saying? Definitely the spandex. Yeah, nah, I wasn't about to do all that shit, nigga. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't, I'm not in shape for all that. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not in shape. <laughs> God, I'm not, nigga. So, do you want to scope the physique to get in that shit or something? Hey, man, look, I ain't doing all that. But, um, <laughs> I'm not. Shit. But no, nah, man, like it was crazy though, cause like it was like it was like an abandoned factory or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We went up in there, nigga. We, we first walked up in there, man. It was like it was a couple people in there. Motherfuckers doing photo shoots and that bitch and everything, nigga. So it was it was definitely interesting. Everybody though. clear this bitch out. Yeah. So then it was just it was just me, Tizzy, uh, two of the, two video models, man, and uh, Frost is red. Here you go again. Look, here we, I'm just saying. Or the models every hey, time where you go out. Now. We go. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they came through, man. Shot the star and diamond, man. They came through for that shit and they looked out. They, the video gonna be crazy too when I, I thought you gonna bring them up. Here. Uh shit, about t- trying to get him up here. I think uh Star gonna have some time now. So I was actually talking to her on the way here. But um, some time. She definitely she definitely um she definitely <laughs> I caught that shit too. She definitely about to she definitely about to fuck with us though. But um yeah, man. So got a lot of work going on, man. Everything else. So uh let's get into it, man. I mean, I didn't want to talk about it at first, but you know, motherfuckers started getting stupid as hell about the shit, man. No, they started slandering this nigga, man. So I'm going to go ahead and shout this nigga out, man. Shout the Sada Baby. <laughs> what the fuck did I miss with Sada Baby? Man. Um, so apparently um, ahead, there was an interview on- um, Say Cheese TV. Say Cheese TV. And I guess they asked him, you know, what was the top five Detroit um, artists of all time? And he, you know, he uh, basically said that Eminem would be excluded from his list because his generation didn't grow up listening to that. Mm-hmm. And that was the most clear point that he could have made out of everything he said. My generation didn't grow up listening to that. So everybody that was on like the whole, you know, hip hop, lyrical, I hate new niggas and new shit. Everybody was like, oh, cause you know, you know, have Eminem in your top five and Guilty Simpson and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, bro, everybody don't listen to that kind of rap from Detroit. It is clearly two different kinds of music in Detroit. It's two yep. different lanes. Three. It's three. Cause offset is offset is like the the hip the uh, the hippie crowd. Yep. And then it's like another one where it's just like niggas kinda do their own thing. They don't, they don't really attach to one. They kind of delve in and out of all of them. And basically here in, in Detroit, the street culture really does rule. You know what I'm saying? The lyricists get they shine, but they get they shine and they internationally. Yeah, internationally and within they they crowd here. However, when it comes to what niggas listening to on a daily basis, like it's is the shit that they can relate to, the nigga. Fam, yeah. how old is Eminem? Forty two or forty three? No, like, no I think so- like forty six, forty seven. Dog, he up there. Guilty, yeah, because he old as my uncle. Yeah, guilty and them like all them niggas is like Almost so. 50. My era, I'm thirty seven years old. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. 
Eminem dropped when I was in 11th grade. Like, right. that's oh, some shit I was listening to around there. But how would I expect a 24, 25 year old to be listening to a 44, exactly. like 45 year old? The Eminem nigga? show like, was 2002. On, I was 14 in 2002. Come that on, nigga bro. was like 10. Yeah, <laughs> come on, you know fam. what I'm saying? So I don't expect him to have Eminem because by the time he was old enough to hear Eminem albums, it was like relapse, recovery. Fam, I only like, like in real life, like Eminem first three projects, classics, boom, boom, boom. The other ones that's not like horrible, I like them, but I don't listen to them shits. His first three certified classics. He grew up in an era where Eminem wasn't the number one rapper yeah. no more. But I am I will say that when I was I love Eminem, especially Marshall uh, Marshall Mathis LP, the first one. I used to ban that shit religiously every day when I was in school. You feel me? Like coming home from school, I'd be in the back room playing in slow so my yeah. grandma here. But um I can see why you wouldn't ride around with your windows down listening to Eminem. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not something like you... My, like, my nigga, we not riding around the hood playing, bang, cleaning out my closet. Right. Like, <laughs> like, to be honest, that's some real psychopathic rap shit he be yeah, saying. It's so some white not, shit. Yeah, it's some white shit. Growing up, like, we, I didn't think about killing my mom. That's yeah, not exactly. no black shit. Unless you was Ishan or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Ishan and somebody there. else pulled that, like, you know, Ishan was top five MC breed. It's like, bro, you naming people that's pushing 50, bro. Like, he doesn't know See, or care for you. Now, the one thing I don't like, how niggas be like, man, Sada, Sada, nobody knows Sada outside of Detroit. I'm like, bullshit. Mm. Bullshit. Bullshit. They know Sada, <laughs> nigga. Like, it's niggas, it's niggas on the internet. Like, my nigga, uh, my nigga J5, you know what I'm saying? He used to write for Complex and shit. He be quoting Sada lyrics, nigga. I'm like, no, they know about Sada, dog. Don't, don't try to play this. Don't try to play that nigga like that. Out in too. Yeah, don't try to play that nigga like Hell that. Yeah, man. everybody like come on, fam. Shut up. Just just quit it. Yeah, man. just like man. I, it's like when, when like when rap was kind of originally just debated in general and was like, who was the best of all the time? He'd be like, Rock Kim, Melly Mel, the grandma. Like, <laughs> nigga, bro, nobody said Melly Mel, dog. Bro, <laughs> nobody said Melly Mel. You'd be surprised. <laughs> fam, genius did a breakdown of lyrics with with Sada. Everything yeah. genius is genius. Nigga, come on. Yeah, like, Sada and like niggas be trying like niggas be trying to say Sada can't rap. Niggas no Sada no, can Sada can, rap. Sada can fucking you rap. Might not like, no. You might not like what he raps about. Yeah, but that nigga I used rap. to be prior to say about a year and a half, two years ago, I used to be on this nigga can't rap shit. Yeah. And then he started releasing music. I'm like, this nigga has stepped his shit up. And that one track with uh one track with GT My Ass. That and nigga, like, that nigga was going on that bitch too. <laughs> I'm waiting for this one you song. Don't know the plug, he, uh, my time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for this one shit to drop that he kind of debuted. Well, he let a little snippet of drop months ago on YouTube off the uh, Vanilla Ice sample. Uh-oh. I don't know if y'all, man. That's another thing. Like, like he created. I'm talking fuck, about like, nigga. This shit is. Fu- I probably listen to this minute in four second over little and thing. Over again. Come on, because yeah. like when you every every song ain't a hit, but when he do catch something that's that's dope, like it's dope. Like yeah, the nigga, you know what I'm the saying? Ni- the nigga can rap, man. Like I'm sorry, I didn't mean to move. No, the nigga, the nigga can rap. make sure. <laughs> yeah, he ain't do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Last somebody, week. somebody was recording last yesterday. Yeah. They 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 erased half that shit. Luckily, Straight I, got, up. I got it back with a control Z. I will never touch that mouse again. <laughs> 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 like the back button and. Nigga, that's, oh, a, yeah. nigga, that's Heartbreak City. That's a Pro Tools. Uh, one more time. That's Heartbreak City, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, um, yeah, just I, I really just like they. I, well, another thing I hate too is like they try to defy Eminem. Like you just can't say anything bad about this man. Yeah, so, like, like come on, man. Let's let's not forget. Like it's always gonna be two lanes, and it's always gonna be people who like and dislike certain shit. Like that's just the way it is. Some people think. Jay Z is, is the best. Some people think Nas is. Some now, people now say, where I, now where I will say Eminem had a big influence is the drug rap nigga. Like he was talking about popping pills and all that shit back in the day and everything. So yeah, that's yeah. But of, he made it more like I'm. He made it like socially acceptable. Exactly. He did, but he didn't make it cool. It wasn't until 
Not, not, I ain't gonna say cool. Trend, not even trendy. Oh, I think that shit was like some for me and you, some niggas in the neighborhood. Like we not, like, that's yeah. not like, we wasn't, like we wasn't fucking with that shit. No. I like that in shit, this though. metro area. Like I'm pretty sure niggas was popping pills and trying to do so, mushrooms. I got a I got a weird thing. Like even though I don't encourage the use of drugs and other things, I dip in the dabble growing up. You know what I'm saying? But to be honest, I like drug rats because. When you be rapping about that shit, you get a little more creative in how you, you know what I'm saying, explain how you was. Like, you were listening to, like, Lil White had a song called Acid. Like, he wasn't really detailed in that, you know what I'm saying? But not only was he detailed, the mood of being fucked up off some shit, like, it was there. The beat was there. The way he was rapping was dope. The ad-libs behind it, you know what I'm saying, how he put it together. Like, sometimes drug raps, they do allow you to be more creative because you can say anything because when you high, you kind of be thinking anything. So I'm not surprised that uh, someone from a very specific culture does not listen to music from someone from an opposite culture. Like, it's not, I'm not, I'm not. Like, like, I got into, uh, like, this is what I don't do, like, and I did it anyway. Like, this one nigga was just going off, like, man, get like, sorry, get your uh, boot wearing ass spotter. And I'm just like, bro, did you watch the video? And then, like, dog couldn't even explain this shit. He's like, man, how can you say you never relate to Eminem and all this? I'm like, bro, like, who really you... relates to Eminem? No, he was saying, you know, he said, like, no, he was saying, like, you know, first he said, like, how can you, how can you say Eminem is not top five? Detroit? I'm like, Somebody bro, they better he... get this woman before she get kicked in or something. Yeah, like, 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 <laughs> I relate like, to that shit. Like, 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 bro, like, <laughs> like, kinda... like, and I was just like, bro, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he just saying he can't relate to the shit Eminem rap about. What you mean Eminem be rap about going to the club and all that? I'm like, nigga, nobody listen that to Eminem about going. We, we not going to the club. <laughs> smack that all on the floor. Smack like, nobody listen, hopping man, around. I'm not going to hot rocks. Like nigga, I'm not like nigga, I'm not going <laughs> to I'm not going to a club with nine five five and spending that. Listen, and that's funny you say that because in 2006 when Smack That was hot, the State Theater had just popped back open for the actual club night, and I was at Wayne State going for the free ball. The play Smack That like five times every night. Cause that's what ninety five five audience was. Yeah. When we went to the Emerald Theater, the same court years, same shit. They played nine five five. You feel me? Yeah. When we went to our our club, it wasn't none of that shit. Niggas smack that didn't even get close to getting aired. I don't even. I think Superman was the closest thing. To I have played. never heard. Other than lean back Eminem inside of a club. Yeah. So that's exactly. what I'm saying. So it's just Emerald Theater and State Theater. I heard smack that and uh. Superman and Lean, uh, yeah. Like so, so Lean niggas Man. like Sada and all this shit, they, 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 they ghetto superstars, nigga. We ain't trying to hear yeah, all that 25, shit, man. 25, Yeah, right? 25. And like, then yeah, somebody tried to fuck? discredit the nigga like, yeah, you know, he, uh, he ain't uh, he ain't the person, he ain't never jumped off the porch, he ain't the person. It don't matter. It don't matter, they, man. Like, I, I ain't never rode around with 45 on my lap, you feel me, like looking for a nigga to kill, you know what I'm saying? But I still grew up in the essence of the same shit that these niggas was rapping about. Y'all like, grew up in the same area, niggas. Yeah, like, like niggas on, seen it. You was there. You might not have been rolling on the block, but you for sure seen the shit go down, or you might have tried it yourself and figured out it wasn't for you, or they pushed you out to get, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, shit like that happened. So, so let's, let's go ahead and do this, man. What's your top five Detroit? I don't know. Um, that's a hard question, bro. I kind of, you know, I was, I kind of built it in my head. So that's like Royce. your personal favorite. Your personal, who do, who your do per- you think have done the most for? Like, I, I'm, I'm saying personal favorite. Honestly, I'm saying personal favorite. I mean, Royce and M was kind of like the two lyrical heavyweights. I would mm. say Detroit, but I can't really say Guilty Simpson or I get mine right now. Too many older heads because I ain't really right, this, this, this ain't in the order. It's Royce, Big Hurt. Street Lord Juan, Blade, and I'll say Elza. I probably can slide. I probably can slide with that same list. I can literally. I can. I can take that list. Yeah, yeah. Sure. like like Street. Like man, I was listening to so far gone by Street Lord Juan because you didn't took somebody from every relatively yeah. yeah. every category. 
Took a street. And honorable mention is Danny Brown, dog. I fuck with Danny Brown. Danny, Danny dope too. Honorable, I'll say I'll say Danny and Big Sean. You know what I'm saying? Because they both put in work. You know what? Yeah. Big Sean is the you biggest yeah. art, rap artist from Detroit actually but, ever. Yeah. But his raps in the last three and a half years have went from all right, it's all right to hey, that's dope, bro. Oh, you talking about you talking about Sean? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, Sean. Yeah, Sean. From in yeah. my closet and all that other shit when he first got on and finally all that. Yeah, all no, that shit. no. Sean matured. Sean matured as a rapper. Definitely. And then he hit that dark sky paradise where I was like, yeah, this man, nigga, that nigga hard. Pops. That nigga hardest verse to me right now was that shit he spit for Nipsey, dog. That shit was crazy. Like when he's um in dedication to Nipsey and shit. But niggas be sleeping on Big Hurt, dog. Like I don't understand that. Big Hurt from the older never, generation. Never, ever, ever spit a whack verse. <laughs> no, he did not, man. Even on that kiss, Big Hurt, same difference. And you know, and you know what I'm saying. I apologize, man. Obi Trice, you got the Obi Trice in there too. Obi Trice, Obi Trice, Schoolcraft, and I got, I got to represent Schoolcraft. Obi Trice got some shit too. Like it's just fucked up. That boy, if Fifty Cent wouldn't have dropped, Obi's second fucking album is amazing. Yeah, his second album, that shit was great. Yeah, then he threw all the Detroit niggas on there too. And that one track, man, with uh, Trick Trick. I ain't, like I want a Trick Trick to rap on that. Second bitch. rounds on me. Yeah, I want the a trick- big ass, the single he had with uh, Akon and yeah, shit. Like, yeah, Snitch, Snitch. Yeah, Snitch was fire. Ooh, I think shit. we kind of, I think we kind of fucked Obi up. Was got some teeth. Yeah, when he dropped he did, that shit, I, it, it, yeah. made, it made him. It made right him look like it made cheesy. like that, that old cheesy like Eminem and D12 shit. That kind of fucked him up right there because Obi was never on no shit like that. Dog. Speaking of schoolcraft, you know what I was listening to? What up? Coi cash rules everything around. Oh, that's my nigga, dog. Nah, that's my I had nigga, that shit man. Playing earlier, dog. That's my oh, this nigga, shit. dog. Motherfucking fire. <laughs> man, we need another school. Man, we need another schoolcraft representative. Then, I'm listening to fucking um, Everywhere We Go We Deep, Goon Squad, and yeah. Bushman. Like, I forgot Bushman actually put a verse on that bitch. Fam. Bushman like 50. Dog, you know how long ago that shit came out, dog? Yes, I was, that was 98, 97. It had the copyright date on that shit. I seen it like, Jesus. I probably heard that shit on radio before then. I mean, what a Goon Squad. <laughs> like, when you heard that shit, you know, the 5 o'clock free ride dog, five, Trip been doing music for it. A long fucking time, man. Bro. Shout out to Diesel too, man. Diesel is one of yeah. the coolest niggas I ever met, dog. Ever, bro. Diesel. That nigga showed me nothing but love. Since yeah, I met e- that exactly, dog. That nigga Diesel gave me a free verse. Probably like ninety five, man. Ninety five ish. Diesel gave me a verse, man, for my track "Low," man, on the nigga Motizy project mm-hmm. and shit, man. D- Diesel, Diesel, <laughs> D- Diesel, my nigga for sure. You just man. know when that everywhere we go, we deep. When it start off like dum 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 dum, you just know like yes, <laughs> like here we go, nigga. Here we go. But nah, man, at the end of the day, dog, let's sort of have his fucking opinion, bro. Rest in peace, Art in the Dark. I don't, I don't like how he just keep getting caught up in this shit. You know yeah, because yeah. first it was. Is he some, getting caught up or is he putting himself out there? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I don't, like. Is it marketing or is it by coincidence? I think it's marketing. I don't know I, I which think, one I, it is. I, I believe it's but marketing. But now it's kind of creating a divide. Like, first it was some questionable comments about Sean, and now it was some comments about him. Like, I don't want. That to be attached to him. I want him to get his shit off and just. That's his. That's the infatuation with Detroit. You ever like when you go out of town and tell somebody from Detroit, and they're like, oh, for real? You've been shot? You've been a seven mile? You've been eight mile? Thanks. You've been Eminem? Like, they're so infatuated with the culture here because, like, you know, the news is like, you know, if you live here, you're dead, yeah. basically. It's like right. Chicago part two or part one, however you want to put it. And. They get to ask. They want to. They want to rumble that shit. Like, who's the best rapper in Detroit? We only heard five of them so far. Yeah, so who, you know. You know what? Best? Here's the crazy part though. Say Cheese TV, man. They did. They did. They did like uh, All Star Junior. All Star Junior about that shit, and they did. Um, and they did um, PZ too. And they all said like, nigga, we don't have Eminem on our top five. You know, uh, Angela E doing a, a documentary about what five uh, female rappers from the city. I want, who, what's Damn. her name? Uh, Is Rhapsody from here? Not Rhapsody. Uh, uh, no, Mysterious. No. Uh, 
Her too. I forgot. She got about Naisha Nisha. and Shay. She got um Nisha and Shay. Nisha and Shay. What's the girl name um with the with the um blonde hair? I think her name like Shay. Detroit Shay or something like that. Yeah. Detroit Shay. She yeah. be in, she be on the show Friday. She is. Yeah. Oh, she up. dope. She dope as fuck too. Jay Prime dope too. Fuck up there. Yeah, shout out to them. Definitely. Oh, on Shop Talk Podcast. Yeah. What's um fifty Lola Damone? The Lola Damone. That was my yeah. Oh yeah. Oh girl that uh that um. Got into with the girl in the in L. A. and shit, and they did all that that wild, that wild shit on her on video. Oh, Rocky Bell. Oh, Rocky yeah, Bell. She in this shit too. Oh, okay, yeah. Rocky Bell. Like, first, Angelique, she fuck with. A, she, she no, she no, she be no, she got property here, yeah, nigga. She yeah. be all through this motherfucker. So she, got, she, uh, she got close. Yeah, I'm about to say, yeah, her, her people. Yeah, yeah, I wonder yeah. if uh, Molly Brady. Uh, I would think Molly Brady. I her. believe her. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Molly so. Brady would be in there too. But hey, Molly Brady, never trust, bro. That was my shit. I don't give fucking nobody say fight or no fight, beef or no beef. I you know one thing. You know one thing. You know one thing. I hate too, man. Everybody keeps saying like, man, these Detroit rappers be off beat. I'm like, they try to say Sada be off beat. Like, nigga, Sada be on. Beat nigga, like what the fuck are y'all talking about? You know who be off beat? No, Blueface, Blueface, bust that bitch down. Oh yeah, I fucking post that shit. I was like, uh, Blueface don't sound no different than everybody else from Detroit. That's why I say he took the Silk Shaka blueprint. But I like he don't sound no different from everybody. Maybe once in a while, Silk will find the beat though. You know what I'm saying? He'll find that bitch. Blueface found the beat one time, from what I heard. Blueface, my nigga though. This is my thing. When I see Blueface rap, he always going off the dome. Yeah. So all that speeding up and slowing down is him trying to fit punchlines in. He just thought up right yeah, there. Yeah, that nigga, that nigga freestyle. That nigga can't freestyle. I'm, I'm, almost, I'm almost like a little flip, little, little flip level. I'm almost positive that he goes in the booth and he probably does eight bars off the dome until he fucks up on the knife and he says, "All right, cut that. Let me hear." And then he finishes the other eight without writing. And it. that's when someone should come to after the song is is completed. Then you can go and listen to the song together and be like, "All right, we got to chop these words out." Yeah, this I get this the thought you're trying to get in this verse. But you know, let's but, take but those words out. That's why, when someone need to actually well, executive produce. I think baby does, and that's direct. why. But the reason why they ain't doing that shit right now is because it's popular right now. You know what well, I'm saying? Like, it's his gimmick. You know what I'm saying? I watched baby interview on. Um, on drink champs, yeah, and this nigga was basically. I it gave me a whole new respect for this nigga. Bad contracts and all, because the nigga wasn't talking nothing but straight truth. The nigga like, look, bro, I got the eye for talent and getting these motherfuckers out of the hood and getting them on the stage and grooming them until this time is right for them to release a hit. You feel me? Like, I, well, no matter what age or where you come from, like my thing is to it's get always you, time to release a hit. It's always time to release. A hit. I'm, he's like, my my thing is to get you out of the condition that you in. You know what I'm saying? Get you on front page. Get some money in your pocket. Even you know what I'm saying? Like I say, bad contracts aside, like put mm-hmm. you out there and give you an experience so you can understand what the world is aside from them four corners that you used to being on. Yep. And he was like, uh, well, you know what I'm saying? Like when it comes to hit, picking hits, like I'm that nigga. That's what I do. And it's like when you look at all the artists that he has, like them niggas got hits. Every motherfucker that graced the airwaves, they didn't build, they didn't chart it. I can I can I can dig that to an extent, but it's one thing about doing that and giving them people them experience, and then doing that and taking advantage of them in the in the process. Uh okay, so you know what I'm saying. Also, another thing, another reason I got another respect for Baby, and I understand that he do have some, you know, that thing with him and Wayne. I think that was deeper in the contract, but um, basically what he was saying was um, people that sign their contracts. Don't read their contracts. They let whoever on their team say yes or no, and then they sign it, and that's it. And uh-huh. he said he offered basically a standard business model for a contract. But which he is, don't pay. Which is given to them by Universal. I mean, it's 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 producers across the country like that. I'm not signed to your label. I did work for so you. So this is the thing. If you work... so. With the way the industry works is you can do work for hire or you can actually get points and, and back yeah. in for stuff. So when you do work for hire, it's like you go in, look, 
Um, I charge hundred dollars an hour to be in the studio. Period. Whether I'm picking my feet and my nose or making beats. Facts. I've been in here five hours. I made five beats. Whatever beats I made belong to you. You just paid my five hundred. Yeah. And then y'all do what y'all do with that. Now, when you get paid off the other shit, the back end, say the artist got a million dollar budget. You know what I'm saying? And he got two hundred of it so far up front, and then he got eight hundred thousand in the back end that he's going to eventually wind up spending on marketing and you know everything else. Before the label pays that producer what he's owed, they have to make back that whole million. So I let's say that man. artist only gets to 800000 and then they dwindle off and he just gets forgotten about, right? Them producers that went in there hoping to make money off the back end, never going to get it unless they um, negotiated for it in advance up front. So the people who didn't get paid off cash money, producer-wise, a lot of that shit was because some of them artists was mismanaging their funds and their contract, and they didn't know that was just spending and going in the studio and doing this and that. And your manager and your team is supposed to be very, like, almost as knowledgeable as the contract as the lawyer and the person who issued the contract. So if your team not telling you, bro, slow down on this, you got to pay for this, these people got to get paid first, this, that, who's really getting taken advantage of who's really ignorant to their situation? Just like when Yachty was like, you know, they asked him, what's your contract? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what I get in my pocket. I just got a contract. Who really getting fucked in that situation? Yachty? Is he fuck? Is he getting fucked or hey, is he fucking himself? Interesting tidbit about Yachty, dog. He wrote Act Up by City Girls. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, he wrote that That's shit. probably going to be... Listen, like, when I listen to it, I hear you. Because that is his whole flow. Yeah, 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 you didn't notice it at yeah, first, but yeah, now you is. can't unhear it. Yeah. But Everything except JT verse. That's where Yachty going to make the rest of his money at. And I'm pretty sure he's probably still under contract. So what they're going to say is that verse you wrote for that one girl... That counts as 25% of a song. Shout, shout out to JT, too, man. That's yeah. how they do it. That counts for 25% of a song. So you got to write me three more verses for me to complete the that as a full song. The thing with Baby is, like, people will take him to court, win money. The judge would be like, all right, you owe X amount of money, and then I'm still never pay that shit. I mean. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's where the, that's where the business get kind of, like, and that's not like one person. This is like, I'm paying who I want to pay so the, and everybody else. So Universal restructured how they do business through cash money because Universal really is the was the actual was the actual problem along with baby, but they were the bigger problem. So what they're doing now is to get cash money off the hook. They're saying, look, when cash money enters you into a contract, you come to us to Universal. We give you the sit down. So now there's no more fifty million dollar lawsuits against baby. All that that shit is done, and I'm sure baby is probably happy. Like thank Jesus, you feel me? Like you know what I'm saying? Like let me get this shit out the way. Yeah. You know, so, um, and I think just like any other uh, person um, in the world, a uh, human in general, like you have the ability to change, you know what I'm saying, over time, if you look at um, Diddy. That nigga raped every artist he had. Well, supposedly, you know what I'm saying, from their accounts, he raped, every artist got raped. But you notice Jada Kiss went back to Puff, you feel me? Juby went back to Baby like three times. So something in there. Yeah, they just dropped the album together. Yeah, so something in there is saying, look, uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, even the girl, the lady, Wendy Day, had to sue Cash Money to get her money for getting the deal to Universal, for brokering that deal with Universal. But she's not salty about it when she's talking in interviews. She's saying, look, in the music industry, everybody got to sue to get their money unless the person that you with is just taking off and, and super honest. And, like, that's the whole part of being uh, moral and legal is two different things. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? That's Sometimes why. I think black executives... Um, get extra pressure they don't do anything different than white executives but because we come from the same struggle we be thinking like fam you know how they do us 
now that you're in a position of power, we don't expect you to do this to us because we know how the game play. Now, maybe we should have that same veracity with everybody, but like you don't sometimes you just don't expect certain things from people Only who I, went through the same struggle I, as you. I kind of say baby operate a little different is because of this. Baby give you my bad. Baby gives you the opportunity to be you. You don't go to cash money and get changed. He see how you are. He picks you up and said, let's build on that. You got your, you know what I'm saying? Your following is hot. Let's just put that in front of everybody. You know what Man, I'm saying? It's funny that this is a conversation today because Tiger just dropped his $10 million lawsuit against them today. Right. But oh, that's and, a, oh, I ain't, damn. and Tiger's situation, but he's been saying. <clears throat> he said he ain't never got a check or never got any kind of money for them. And he's never officially released a project for them. Right. Okay. So in the con once again, that's funny because when I was actually redoing my research on contracts about a year and a half ago, that was one of the main things. This lawyer on, uh, I was it was a guy on YouTube, he was an entertainment lawyer. He said, when you sign your contract, you need three things. You need them to guarantee you a commercial release. You need an out. And you need to have some form of ownership of your masters either now or in the near future. Them three things is the first three fundamental things you must get in your contract before anything, money and all the other shit because... If you can't get free or own your masters or get them to put you out so you can even get out of your you contract. You don't have a way to make money. You don't have a way to make money. So when you get your, you know what I'm saying, your, your team has to be on that. They're giving you a contract and saying this is what we feel you're worth. You have every right and every bit of time to go back and say, I don't like this, 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 or that, and that. If you get it, and you be like, oh, I can't. this is what I've been waiting for my whole life. I'm going to sign it right now, which is what L.A. Reid said he did the most. His he said when you come in to Def Jam, you already have it in your head that you want a deal. So when you get to my office and you show me what you're about, I give you a deal right there. Listen, I'm not signing a contract longer than two pages. Exactly. Uh-huh. Whatever you, y'all need to do, you, now, fit that shit in two pages or I'm not signing You are it. a very rare artist. Most artists is like, yo, you're going to give me how much up front? 50000 And my deal is worth $2 million? You don't really know how it's going, the two million gonna get spent or how to fit. You want to know a nigga? You want to know a nigga who's like? Money. You want to know a nigga who's like really on top of that shit when he first debuted? Who? Jeezy. Yeah, yeah. Jeezy's on top of that shit. Usually, right? when you can kind of leverage your street, your street money with yeah. that deal money is when easier. That, when that nigga was able to get out that con, when that nigga was only able to do that shit with Diddy for like one one album, and that was it. Yeah. He was out that bitch. That was. Or crazy. even like you look at um. Ludacris and, and Two Chains, yeah. like that nigga would not let. That's his man's before rap. Like nigga, we was cool a couple years before we even signed. I signed my contract. Yeah, but if I, get I had to pay contract, you, I'm literally giving away millions of dollars. You are, and that's the business. And, and the more you, my man, I should want to see you do good. So if that means letting you go, boom. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like I spent millions of dollars on hyping you up. You was my nigga on my label that I. I, I paid for studio time and beats here and there. They probably had an in-house producer with, uh, with organized noise, so that probably wasn't too much of nothing. So to have to argue with your mans about a quarter mil to let you go, and you ain't even put out an album yet, like, that's that sucks. So things like that, though, be like, well, since you haven't put out an album yet, all the music that everybody heard, I didn't pay for. Or we assume. You know what I'm saying? Or we didn't assume. I didn't put all this money up in the hopes that one day – you but are going to so so like, right so when you were executive you're like you're not ready as an artist is like I'm ready and then that's where you clash I'm ready I'm not ready and then the friendship go out the window because you're talking about taking food off a nigga plate you know I'm struggling with studio time and living off your credit cards or living off the label shit I got a family at the crib yeah. you know what I'm saying and he you, got a family like look 
I get you ready, but if I put this shit out and it flop, I'm out of all this fucking money. You're out of that, but you can write it off in taxes, though. See, it's always a back end. That's how the white people operate. That's why labels can put out five shitty artists, and that's cool, and then they keep them shelved forever. Like, Game was shelved on Dr. Dre's label for five years before he released, and that wasn't nothing that was hurting Dr. Dre. It was like, yo, we got you. It's dead money. You know what I'm saying? We wrote you off on the taxes. We're going to get half of that back. We put out this dude. He made, we put five million into him, and we got 30 million back. So that two million that we gave you, that's that's yeah. cool. It's nothing. We'll, we'll we'll compensate off of him. It's like a day. They say it's like day trading rappers for the most part. You feel me? Like, hey, look, this person just put out this. And these come and, and like all these rappers and all these rap companies are a part of a giant corporation where music is only a small part. Like that's why the Sony ain't worried about your Sony music when I got Sony pictures yeah. and movies and shit like that. Like, that basically, one company is a write-off for another. So the movie and the music, they generate probably like $10 billion for Sony over X amount of time. But then you got Sony marketing or Sony uh, Latino or something like Small things, you know what I'm saying? Like little offshoots, they don't give a, like you said, they don't give a fuck about it because all that shit at the end of the day, when it comes back into the big pot, they still make money off their heavyweights. Insert artist here drops their album. Sony not giving a fuck in Not giving life. a fuck. And I mean... I got a Brad Pitt <coughs> drop a movie next week. Which is why I think, you know what I'm saying, on some, like, uh, I guess it's a quote in the Bible where they say, uh, it's easier for a camel to get through the eye of a needle yeah. than a rich man to get into heaven because to get rich, you have to do some immoral things that might be legal. Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, you might have yeah. Tim Cook, CEO of Apple, he might be morally right, but he's sending his phones to get made in a sweatshop in China. Who's who's right and wrong there? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You got to do something, cut some corners or cut people out the pictures or cut people in general to get your money. So, I mean, business is business. It's a dirty game. Like how we segue from uh, Detroit rap to this shit, man. That yeah. was dope as hell. But I do, I do like how Cameron operated with his artists. When he said Jewel's was like, bro, I want to get the fuck on. He was like, you know what? Cool. I, let me make this phone call. I'm yeah, gonna call them yeah, niggas and let you go. Like, got, he, I don't want no artists under me that's acting like, yeah, they don't want to be yeah, under he me. Got Vado, he got Vado out of there because Vado wanted to sound with we the best music. Yeah, and then, do like, your thing, bro. Look where you like went. You shouldn't and, have did that. I actually that's... liked Vado when he was with Cam because I like how they, they teamed up together. I liked it. Yeah, as soon but, as he left Cam, I didn't hear from him no more. Nigga, Kelly ain't putting that nigga out there, man. Kelly, the only artist I see. Kelly just, he just officially got off We the Best. Like within the last year or so. So who owned We the West? I'm talking not Cali. I'm uh, talking uh, about Vado. Yeah, and that's he probably probably. Well, I can't say he probably bought his way out because some deals go for albums, some deals go no, for who years. Who ever signed to Cali and put a project out? That's it. That was it. That nigga that weekend, you know, Brown nigga was signed too, but, he I was, think, but uh, that nigga was trash anyway. Ace Hood fell off the same day his watch fell off. <laughs> that's what. That's really what took. I'm it serious. Like that was the last time we really had a hit and respect for that nigga. And, and it's, then and it's Mill unfortunate took the because in. his music and his is has always been there. But when the when you don't got the cool on you no more, yeah, it's, hey, it's a wrap. Hey, New York niggas get so mad when I said um, Meek Mill got his flow from Ace Hood. They I mean, he did. So or mad it, about maybe they didn't get it from each, him, or but at the same time they popped up with the same flow. Like you can Tell really interchange. New York nigga Jay Z got his flow from Young Chris. Oh, of course. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> he gonna fuck oh, we had that conversation. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, yeah. And then um, we got a little emotional. Yeah, definitely did. But we ain't gonna talk about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was definitely an emotional conversation. Uh, yeah, man. Shit. At the end of the <laughs> God damn. It was emotional. Yeah, it was, that was that was a fun conversation. I had a Carl Thomas sweater on that day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> 
right, oh, you ain't shit for that. You know who else ain't shit? Who? Michael Ever fucking naughty. Oh yeah, uh, Finesse of the year, man. man this <laughs> so trash, bro. This nigga didn't finesse like five of his clients so far, man, dog. Finesse of the motherfucking year, dog. So of course he he like in every high profile case <laughs> like popping up. So first he's you want to tell people who that is? Michael Ever, yeah, Michael Evanati is a a high profile lawyer. He the one that said hey, he had them tapes on R. Kelly. He had the tapes on R. Kelly. He had a hand in uh, Jesse Smollett's case. His defense. Uh, uh, lawyer, the he Nike, was stormy. The Nike, the Nike shit. Yeah, the Nike extortion case. Stormy Daniels, a uh, lawyer who wound up getting her sued for the same money that she won from the payout. From <laughs> and then now the new news is um, he's probably a handler in real life. He probably is. Now the new news is this nigga Hassan Whiteside had paid Michael Evanati two point seven five million to pay to uh, um, Hassan's ex girlfriend to cover up whatever story was about to come out. That was the agreement. I pay you the three million when I get my contract. Whatever it was that happened, we don't talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Michael Avenatti takes two hundred two point five million of the money and goes and buys stock in a private jet. Does not give the girl the money. Don't even tell her that Hassan and paid the cheese. It wasn't until she checked. I guess she checked with him to find out where the money was when they figured out that it was missing because Hassan was like, "No, I pay. I paid him the cheese. Like it's right here." So this nigga takes money from a hush case. I'm presuming it was probably either assault or rape. I mean, who else keeps that? Anything else you kind of can just let fly, like babies and other shit. So, or it could be some. You put the, or yeah, or some herpes or something like that. You know, shit. some gay shit too. So you put this man's life in your hands, and then you take it and buy stock in the private jet, bro. Like you're financing your life through your fucking clients. You're fucking broke. And the young scooter came through. Uh, came through. To get came some through. Advice, like, damn, can I pay the retainer fee? My, hey, Michael Avenatti is a black Migo gang. When you real. do shit like that, because <laughs> he was what he essentially thought was like, I think you're dumb enough not to check your accounting and your books to not find about this till it's too. But late. it's like you had to know she was going to ask about the money. Like y'all had a y'all had a legal I don't even, settlement. I don't even in care place. about you enough. Right, exactly. Like who gets, but that that to me shows that, you know what I'm saying, you're probably more than likely out of money and you're taking every high profile case you can find that involves switching some money around. That's the equivalent of a nigga who gotta play the plug and his work gone. Let and me go got, find yeah, somebody to run. Let me move this shit real quick so I can make the money back and then hopefully pay everybody. Y'all watch the shot? I need to though. I heard the shot is fucking amazing. But like when a nigga needs some money, like now now I'm going to rob a nigga. So I'm trying to do anything to get I mean, the money. Sense, and you was a lick. You got to rob Peter to pay Paul. Because like if you're a gambler or something like that, you know what I'm saying? Say you lose, you made three million this year, but you lost two million at the casino. Now you're down. So you got to get that two point seven five from him and that hundred thousand from her, so you can go make more and then pay them people to keep them at bay. And then hopefully by the time somebody asks, you done took on more high profile clients to bring in money from them to shell back out to them. So it's like a constant in out. You know, influx of money. Maybe I'm not meant to have um, very, very large amounts of money because I'd have been paid to get some to whack this nigga. Once you, once you then took two point five million and it was like a fuck you. Oh, you gonna have to disappear. Yeah. Uh, fuck you, 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 you know what I'm saying? You but you gotta. Think. Or Only like I pay is, you, I pay a nigga. Only thing I is, pay a nigga ten grand and throw a brick of cocaine in your truck, right? And <laughs> right. Had, and call the police when you speed on the say, freeway. You know what I'm saying? Trying to trying to put a hit out on the rich person is extremely hard because one, they don't really leave their home and go into our public that much, and then you're trying to whack a nigga on Rodeo Drive or something like that, or on Collins or something like that. Like it's, 
It's not gonna happen. You got to find them either coming out the casino, leaving a prostitute, or a motherfucking you know what I'm saying, in a forest camping trip where nobody else is out there. You just Dick Shaney that nigga face off. You know what I'm saying? You know it's crazy though, man, because it's look like it's like a lot of shit just coming out about this motherfucker just out the blue. Like they like somebody trying to get him the fuck up out of here for sure. Yeah, he trying to get somebody else the fuck out of here before (laughs) he get the fuck out of there. (laughs) So it's just like niggas, like man, niggas just like doing (laughs) everything. Like man, get this motherfucker up out of here. Remind me of Eminem. When I go out, I'm gonna go out shooting. I mean, when I, die. I, I mean, when I die. I mean, when I go, go out, out to the, the club, club, stupid. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're going to roll on next, man. How about, um, real quick, y'all ever seen that um the Samsung folding phone? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so they sent out a, um, a test run to the journalist, you know, they review them or whatever. They sent out about, I think, like 50 to 100 or something like that. Every model creased and cracked. Fucked the screen up. Somebody peeled a layer off that was supposed to have been like yeah, a like screen. yeah, you supposed to keep that shit on there. They, yeah. they peeled it off. The other nigga cracked it when he folded, it and it was a hump right there, and the hump eventually came through like a a fucking spike. Like mm-hmm. I don't see the need for a fucking folding f- smartphone. We got away from folding phones to get to the yeah, smartphone. I didn't, I didn't really see need for that. shit. What is the purpose? You know what's funny is uh the, the, gal- stu- the, the Galaxy stu- Fold. Um, it's not even the best Galaxy. It's not even the best Android folding it's, it's, tablet it's, that it's came a, out. Huawei. And it folded the other way, and that bitch looked like. I just feel like it's no, it's we're we're using technology to just make extra shit. Like, fam, I have an iPad and I have a phone. That's all. Merge these bitches together, and I want to be able to. Fo- like, I get it. Like in theory, but I what, get it, but what, like, I, I can do it. Okay, I, so my thing with iPad is this: I feel like it's it's heavily usable for two things: creatives on the go. When you want to have a pad or a tablet or something to work on, or you have a, uh, like a music, you're editing like your wave loops, and you need a big ass screen yeah. to see it. Or if you're at home and it's like a, a laptop without the keyboard, you know what I'm saying? You put your phone down, you surf the web, you don't really do no talking on it, you know what I'm saying? You're doing iMac shit, you know what I'm saying? Anywhere else with that motherfucker, it's like, why? So what do you need an iPad in your pocket for? Like, wasn't the Because the, the, most people use their devices for consumption, not creation. Right. I want to watch YouTube on this shit. I want to watch Netflix on this shit. Jesus Christ. I want to watch... I want to be able to watch Facebook video. Like, literally, everybody is just buying and this shit for consumption. And it's retarded, too, that two racks, nigga. That's what I'm saying. So technology is so... It's so dope that any invention, you got to clamor for. Oh, we have a... Uh, a, a hologram wristwatch. Now you can see the time on your on your wrist without having an actual watch. Why? Put the fucking watch in your arm. Look at the time. Put the shit under your sleeve. What the fuck is you know what I'm saying? I don't want to implant no chip under my skin to give me a holographic Soon watch time. or yeah or a spider web. You know what I'm saying? A Spider Man web slinger or something like. I'm straight. I don't want technology to take over everything. The more technology you have, the dumber you get. One day. Facts. Something's gonna happen a blackout and motherfuckers gonna have to live a week without nothing. I and find myself not being able to remember how to spell words. Yes. And have you ever been writing and you stop when you like, damn, uh, what come next? And you hope that the little spell check thing come up so you can press it and it just corrects it like, for you. Like when I when you don't have to remember something, like you don't remember it. Like exactly. you don't your your mind you never, you stop exercising that one specific exactly. thing. Exactly. It's making us dumber. Yeah. And I remember when I was in high school, sorry, wife, I had all like the females on the page. But I knew all the numbers by heart. Thanks. It was like 10. And I knew each one. You can't do that shit now because you, 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 you rely on this shit. I bet much. you remember your first telephone number you grew up with. Yes, I do. But you cannot remember. 3997726. And then I can't remember past my number, my wife's number. I don't even know my you daughter's number by heart. You can't remember a number past 2010. It's 2009 ish, probably. I, I, when the I, smartphone, because smartphones has key. been here for a long time. And let me tell you this. 
I have friends who've had the same number since 2009, but since I've had a smartphone, I haven't had to actually put the number in anymore. I forgot the ones that I knew. 2009, 2010-ish, the yeah. smartphone game changed. Apple 2G. Because I had an HTC right before I had Apple. It was a slide-up with the I've keyboard and the phone. Oh, that bitch was terrible. I had that motherfucker, too. That bitch <laughs> I was had silence I had trios. Yeah. I had all the type Look, of shit. And, but I remember numbers. But like 2009, 2010-ish, mm-hmm. smartphone game changed. And it was like, I'm not remembering eBay was shit. like iCloud came in. I had got like a refund. I had got refunds from school, so eBay was like a, mall, a virtual mall. So I couldn't afford the iPhone. I didn't want to ask you, man. Listen, I couldn't afford the iPhone without the back, but I needed MP3 playing, right? I couldn't do no MIDI songs, so I had to get the HTC. It was unlocked AT and T, one hundred and twenty five. I said, get that bitch here. I had two cent. Nigga. I had two big stupid stylus. Nigga, I done fucked up my refund check so bad. Man. Oh, yeah, we're not gonna talk about the refund check. I still can't account for none of that shit. Man, I fucked over. That shit was rent and a bunch of clothes that got stolen like a year and a half later nigga, in my closet. Nigga, Literally every pair. That and then nigga, I went to MJ Diamonds and bought some bought a weak ass JoJo watch, nigga. So yeah, that's I, funny. I put a Movado. I put a Movado on layaway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like twenty diamonds in there. It was low quality diamond, but they were still real. It was like five hundred. Like you feel me? I put that bitch in layaway. It got like two twenty five. I just stopped paying on it though. They sent me a check for like one seventy and kept the rest. Like a year later, like yeah, your, your layaway expired, bro. I'm like, damn. Yeah, man. I, yeah, man. I, feel, I don't know. even wear watches. Uh, <laughs> all I can say is, man, I never do no shit like man. Nigga, I was Look, so young and dumb back then, man. Here, real, real quick, memory lane. Okay, uh, <laughs> refund check comes in. I got the extra refund because I went and got extra extra loans. So my shit was like five thousand. Yeah. My rent for the month was like. Three twenty five plus my light, my half of the light bill, another twenty five dollars. So three fifty took care of all my shit for the basically for the you no know, the bill, maybe maybe four hundred. So every month, shit, I had like about five hundred to spend, just extra shit. So I rock it where it is, Chabot that. This and that. This one you had the Braves too and shit, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, no <laughs> I had motherfucking uh, uh, all was, type of Nietzsche hoodies. I went and bought speakers for a card and half yet. It was, just, it was on sale, so I just bought it. It was like, oh, 225 instead of 325 Cool, buy it. Like, it's nigga, 30% off. Like, uh, nigga, man, I fucked up so much money back when I was young. Tour Circuit City, down. Don't oh have none of that God, shit, bro. Man, I had one like, pair of boots left. Just don't you know, have nothing to account for that, man. So. I do. I had, no, my scuff proof Timberlands <laughs> are in the basement. I would not throw them away to this day because that is the la- that was the only thing that they left when they robbed me that one time. They took all my they left, they took pants, hoodies, shirts, everything. They left one pair of brand new Tims by my fucking TV, bro. I was, was like, why some, didn't you take these? Those were some bum ass niggas that robbed you, dude. Man, I, we we fought, we wanted to find out who it was later, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, we don't talk about that on there. Fucking one pair of boots, bro. And I was like, you know what? I'm about to strap these bitches on and I'm about to work to get all this shit. I ain't been right since. But you feel me like <laughs> I can't, I keep the boots. I probably should throw them away. I probably got bad karma on them. But I, I should throw you them know, away. You know, you actually should, dog. Yeah, you know, I, 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 since you on this meditation, I gotta holler at you about a lot of shit too, yeah, man. Get, you, get, you, get yeah. your mind right on some shit for real, yeah. nigga. So um, get, your mind get you get right. you some of these. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. That's so why I'm looking for some stones and shit to keep my energies right. I, I know where to go. I'll, okay. take, I, I'll, show, I'll show you that. I'll show you that shit. But um, no. Before I want to, damn, 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 damn. It was on. I was it had it on my head. I wanted to talk about this. Oh. Let's talk about these bum ass pistons, man. <laughs> Why? Cause I want to talk about a bum ass pistons, bro. They, six minutes. They're overachieving. You should be happy they're in a situation they in with an unhealthy Blake and a bullshit ass point guard, along with eight eight other bullshit ass niggas, not named uh, Blake or Andre. Let's be honest, bro. Like, I, what what do you really look Andre, at that roster and see? Man, Andre played like shit game three, though. One game, bro. Man, he played like shit, bro. One game, my nigga. Jason, how you feel about this shit, man? Blake playing today. 
I think he is. I think yeah. he's not. Oh, you think he's not? I think he's not. Oh, I mean, Blake can't play, so yeah, I mean, that's our star player. When he came back, he made the most difference. The 20, 30 points we lost by, he came and gave us those 27 <laughs> that next night. Like, 27, like <laughs> 5 still, and 8 or something. We still lost by 20. Still bro. lost. Our team is not complete enough to compete for anything past the Dog, first we gotta round. Blow this he bitch played up. the best year of his career. Yeah, we got to just blow this bitch up. And then he didn't play for bro, us. Bro, at this point, man, we just got to blow this shit up, man. We got no, we no, we don't. What you have to do is you have to put the right people. Who we got? Around. Who, who, who we got to get rid of? You got to get rid of Langston Galloway. Okay. Reddy Jackson. Okay. You got to get rid of John Luer. Okay. You got to get rid of um motherfucking anybody that's not in the starting five that well, didn't get plucked not, out just now. It's not, not about getting rid of. It's about putting better pieces there. Yeah, you got to like, get rid of them. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. John Luer is making. He made sixty million over three years or something like so that. So you play. So you 50. play. So you will you extend Drummond? Yes. Why would like bro? In the, in the past, our, I think our issue was coaching. Yeah. Yes. Because we picked and drafted, even though we thought we was drafting horrible. We had a new coach. All the all the the, the Dinwiddie went out to be great. Uh, we have fucking Mi- bad Chris Middleton. Coaches. Yes. Like every time we st- trade somebody, they be they flourishing. But like y'all never let them flourish here because we was in the it was we, in the system. We fucking picked Michael Curry to be our coach when <laughs> Flip Saunders left. Like, listen, we went from Michael Curry to fucking. Uh, John uh, Kuster. John, come on, man. George Bush coached the team, bro. John, John Kuster looked like George Bush, John bro. John Kuster, and then we went to Kuster. Come on, man. Then we had, then we had, what's his face for half a year? Uh, oh, uh, Mo, Mo Cheeks, uh, Mo Cheeks yeah, right? They went to Stan Van. Come Gunner. on, man. We got to think. And when Andre was playing his best with Mo Cheeks, is there who was the point guard? Brandon Jennings. What was he doing? Setting that nigga up, right? Like a big man should be set up if he don't play inside Brandon outside. Told him fucking Achilles and shit. Yeah, he did. And then what? Uh, well. DJ Augustine? No, the other brand that we had. Knight? Um, yeah, Brandon Knight. He left, went to Minnesota and started, not Minnesota, when Milwaukee and was balling. But that's because Milwaukee was trash. And then Phoenix and went start balling. No, I, I, I had to say, Aaron Aflalo went to the Magic and ball too, but it's I'm the saying, Magic. Every time we, these players got talent. I want to see never... these players ball with a good team. Because if in a good team. So what So what, So what? what do you think they need, Doug? We I think, think we, okay, we, we so think the you have to pluck Reggie Jackson out of the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. You have to replace him with either Mike Conley, Kimball Walker, or some other up and uh, D'Angelo Russell. So, so, so you'll fuck the cap up more to get uh, Mike Conley. I mean, if Tom Gores don't Four care. Four years ago, I would have. If yeah, Tom Gores don't care about paying now. the yeah. luxury tax. Well, I mean, Mike Conley, of course, Mike Conley is, is past his prime and his money was given to him because Gore of the they, Gore they ain't, Gore ain't paying a luxury tax, but. This is what I'm saying. He ain't paying a luxury tax. Gores can sell the team, be perfectly honest. You have, yeah, he should. You have yeah, to have a point guard that can run the pick and roll, that can actually make good passes and decisions, and can hit the shot if need be. Reggie is kind of like I'm. I'm Russell Westbrook. How, how, I'm, how I'm with it right now with this team, dog? Like, I, like I agree with him. Gore's got to sell this team, dog. Gore's is Jackie Moon, like for real. I really don't think he should share. The, I mean, sell the team. I, mean, I he think he can. I mean, I'm not. This is my thing. To, the I, I the pieces that we have in place now. See, he's a real owner. I'm gonna sit back and let y'all niggas handle this. You, you, you sure? You sure about that? Yes. You sure about him yes. being a real owner? Yeah, he's not uh, the best owner. He's <laughs> not the best. He's I'm not, about to look, say, nigga, like, I, 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 I don't know about, about that one. Look, one look, I don't need the owner to be the GM too, though. Right. You know that's, that's, that's my issue with that shit. That's this my biggest issue with if that. If I'm going, if I'm going to apply for a job right now and every team is open, I want to go to Detroit because I know Tom Gore's gonna say, "Look, man." I trust you. I like your ideology. Here's the keys. Do what you do. He he went to Stan Van Gundy and said, "Bro, I trust he you." He ain't been doing that, dog. Like Gore's Gore's been in, Gore's been out there trying to be, play GM too, bro. Now he has because he see that shit. He was doing he was doing that shit with Stan, nigga. Man, listen, he Stan, was doing that shit with Stan, was, bro. Oh, I can't. I cannot. Stan had too much control. I cannot mm-hmm. stop and think that fucking Tom Gore said we should get John Lewis. I'm sorry. 
We man, should get look, all, all these little crackpot ass niggas stamping guns. Look, 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 look. I think that made Tom Gores drink more. Look, and he had to come in. The white boy we picked up, who who now just getting run. He's L- like Luke Kennard. Yeah, that was on. He just wasn't a decent pick. But it's pick like over. you waited four years to put the nigga in the game. But Stan Van Gundy had the same problem with JJ Reddick. Facts. So as JJ Reddick, it's the coaches that we've been bringing in since Joe Dumars, Jeff Bowers, and Stan Van Gundy. I mean, well, not even coach because he was. Coach Man, too. I'm just I'm 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 just saying this. Let Stefanski do his job, dog. Listen, dog. Let that's him do the problem. His job. Uh, the Pistons have the Michigan State of off basketball offense. If they want these niggas to fit certain situations, they don't never let a young nigga just come in here and ball the fuck out. Who? The, the Pistons. One last we didn't grab a rookie and just let the nigga ball. You got to be, oh, he's a good, upstanding citizen. I like the way he talks to his mom. That's the whole Joe Jumahar's approach. He he reminds me of me. Well, you like, see what that happened. Like, nigga, go get, give me a young nigga that can ball. I don't give a fuck if he got think, tattoos on right, his face. I'm going to be honest with you. I think that we should get D'Angelo Russell. Reason being, because I think that um, I since New York, I, would, I wouldn't mind it. New York has committed to Spencer Dinwiddie, and they're going to commit to Karis LeVert. I don't think they're going to give... D'Angelo Russell the 25 to 30 million a year that he wants. So with that being said, when he leaves, he's gonna take 20 million somewhere. Reggie Jackson took 20 million when he came here. If we can find a way to get that nigga out of here and bring in D'Angelo Russell, that's like a, a immense upgrade. Huge. Yeah, just hide Huge. your phone. Because you got Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin is the real leader of the team. Reggie Jackson was never the leader. Drummond was never the leader, even though he had the max, he's a max player, but he's not the leader. When Brandon Jennings was there and Markeith Morris or whichever Morris, but them niggas was the talk, the leaders, the ones that was like, yo, we need to be more serious. Yeah. Drummond is a complimentary piece that excels when you compliment him, period. He's a 20 and 20 nigga when you got the right point guard or nigga to set him up. When he's with Bruce Brown or whoever the fuck the niggas is, he's a 16 and 15 or 12 and 12. Really, nigga. we need a point guard and we need a three. That's it. We need a, a point guard and three. A three that can shoot. The last time we had a Grant Hill was the last three we had. Exactly. No, Tobias. And Tobias is still here. I he hate actually that nigga, he actually would work because Blake Griffin makes good passes out of his um I did his not, post move. I could not like I didn't like that. Tobias nigga, Harris, complimentary piece. He can stand alone. But he works better in an oh, office. Oh, Tayshawn was the last good yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, Tayshawn. Yeah, Tayshawn was one. He day. can stand alone, but he actually works better as a complimentary. So wait, piece. so D'Angelo Russell contract is up this year? Uh, it's I don't think it's up. Well, hold on, one. So he played two years with us, then he left. I mean, not with us, with the Lakers. Left third year. Yeah, it should. Yeah, this should be the end of the contract. My thing is though, nigga, we ain't got no cash space to sign the motherfucker though. We got too much. We got too much bullshit. Well, with John Lure leaves, that's twelve million. Oh, so John John Lure's done this year too. Yeah. Okay, he had a three year contract. Reggie oh. had a four a four year one. So when Reggie leaves, that's twenty. That's almost twenty million, if I'm not mistaken. Twenty four. Yeah, because him and John Wall had the same contract for a minute. Yeah, I see what I'm scared of, nigga. I think we're gonna trade for Mike Conley, dog. I think that's about to happen. I'll take Mike Conley. You take Mike Conley right now? I mean, I'm just not gonna give him like a ridiculous amount of money. That well, he, he already got. Yeah, he already got the money, so we got to pay him for that shit. Memphis basically rewarded yeah, him they for reward his him. Yeah, so we got time. So we trade away with Marcus for We got we got to pay for that shit. I mean, but Mike Conley is. I mean, no, he no, he's fired definitely. If man, Mike bro. Conley had two years left after this year. I would trade for him, but I think that he has three years yeah, left. Yeah, yeah, it's just too much fucking money, so bro. So that's too much. They gave him too much fucking money, bro. We don't have enough room to actually, you know what I'm saying, to move. Now, if we can get a point guard that can shoot and who shoots a little bit better than Ish to hold us over for a year while we go get a sniper three that we can lock in, and hopefully Blake stays healthy, we can get a point guard the year after next or trade for one eventually. Like, it's... I just think we need more pieces, bro. It's not Blake or Drummond fault. Both of them do their job. You can't be Superman every night, 82 games in and out. Every now and then, somebody is going to be See, tired. See, my thing is with Drummond, I just want him to give a fuck. 
He does. How can you look at his, how can you not look at the history bro. he's made as being one of the only players to log? I think. Hey, Drummond kind of ass though sometimes. Yeah, so certain it, games. Uh, only reason I say that because there was a nigga in here. Uh, there was a recording podcast. He uh, grew up in the city. Uh, he about to go overseas now, and they was playing, and there's a pickup game that was being recorded. And niggas was giving Drum the business, right? So then he took out some money and paid a nigga not to release the footage out because the nigga was getting his ass cooked. I mean, in the so Drew League, much. he get cooked too, but I watch him cook niggas in Drew League. I watch him dribble the ball up the court and cross niggas in Drew League. I don't Man. see that when he out there with the pistol. I ain't gonna say. I ain't gonna say. Well, I ain't gonna say it on air about like why. Why no? He won't be a rapper. Well, shit. There you go. I mean, that makes sense, too. I mean, he's 25. I'm going to get his shit up and be here. I'm I'm this is my thing. The amount of things that he's accomplished I mean, look at, at, I mean, look at 18 look, to 20, 19 to 25. Look, look, look at Larry Sanders. Larry Sanders stopped hooping because he wanted to be a skateboarder. True. Yeah. I mean, but he was still good, though. I, I think Andre Drummond is a very good player. On the way to being great. I, just, I think I, that people give a... They, Drummond will be fired if he gave a fuck. Dog. We so used to him getting 16 and 16 a night that when he come up with a 15 and 12... I want him to not have to worry about scoring. That'll never happen because... Because we don't have the... The pieces. If, if you just give, like... I know this ain't popular, but, like, say if we had a nigga like Carmelo who just wanted to shoot. Like, I'm okay with Carmelo coming and just shooting that bitch. And, dog, you grab rebounds, Blake... Y'all can do y'all so, thing. So one thing about Detroit culture is we always have great rebounders every decade. Yeah. We either had a Dennis Rodman, a Ben Wallace, a Beer Lambeer. We always had somebody. You feel me? He fits that mold. He is a true center. I put backs, alley oops. That's under all I the want rim. you to worry about. All I want to worry about. If I don't want to go to you. When I need a point, I don't want to yeah, go to you. Exactly. I'll, I'll go to somewhere else. Play if better, you're, if play, you're open I, for I, a three. I need, I need to play better defense, too. I mean. I just, just be there. We need better defense, but. Also, when you think about the anchor of a defense, right? If your guards can't check nobody, you take on added defense. So yeah, one on one with him and whoever he's checking, we expect him to win at least fifty. Now, do you get? Now, do you? Deangelo Russell play defense or no? Uh, I think he shoots and scores enough to not play defense and consistently night in night out. Sometimes you I don't can, think he's a liability, but he's yeah. like no specialist. I, I think sometimes you can compensate for like Reggie Jackson. He doesn't score twenty night in and night out. He's like a 15, 14, yeah. Yeah. If you get lucky, twenty or something, right? Yeah. You know when he's out there playing defense that whoever he's checking is sliding right by him. Same shit with Luke Kennard with his little short arms for right now. Like he's not the elite defender. You know what I'm saying? Bruce Brown is that. When you got three people on the perimeter sliding towards you all the time and you got your own man, it's hard as fuck to stay out of foul trouble. When you get in foul trouble, you get frustrated. We all human. We not. It ain't, it ain't NBA 2K where you just, all right, well, next play now, I'm going to just push square this time. No, like niggas got real emotions. That shit, chemistry is also something to be taken, you know, into account too. Like, Bro, I'm, I'm just tired of getting, I'm just tired of going to the playoffs and getting swept up. You got, you got to be mad at the ownership. You can't be mad at the player. That's why I want him to sell the team, nigga. Fuck Tom Wars, dog. I mean, I wouldn't I mean, be mad. He's, he's, he, like I said, nigga, he's Jackie Moon, dog. I wouldn't be mad. If, if he if he knew how to hoop, throw the, the shit on, he'd be out there playing, here, dog. Here's the thing. If, if niggas did what I told him to do and trade Drummond to L.A., that nigga would be having a fucking career year right now. And he'd be like, oh, why you couldn't have did that in Detroit? Because there wasn't no Lonzo Ball or LeBron there throwing a nigga oops back door. It was Blake Griffin that just came. Brandon Jennings with a bold Achilles. And little fake Westbrook at the one. Like, there's nobody else on that team that can generate offense if somebody get injured. I don't the know, two man. niggas that in, that supposed to generate the offense the most get injured the most. Blake and fucking Reggie Jackson. You asking the third string nigga who don't even really have an offensive skill set to carry the team against the best team in the East with the best player almost in the NBA next to Kevin Durant or a couple other people. You can't expect him to carry that. I'm sorry. 
Especially if you can game plan easy. We know Drummond can't do nothing besides oop and put back. So we just gonna X him out the way. We know how to get him frustrated. Nobody else gonna take on that low. Who gonna take on that low? Reggie? Shout out to the Red Wings. That's gonna be our best. Yeah. That's gonna be our best now, team. That's gonna be our best team in the season. They got dog. Steve Eisenman back, and I feel y'all gonna shit on Steve Eisenman. Like y'all shit on Joe Dumars. I shit on Joe Dumars too, but no, they no, they they not gonna, so. they they not gonna shit on He Eisenman, had a good though. he had a good run down there with the Tampa Bay they're, Lightning. They're, no, they they're not gonna Look, shit. They're not gonna shit on Eisenman. He got six years tops to win the championship before they be like, yo, we hate this nigga. Here, no, here's the crazy part. Like he, he it's not gonna take him six years. He's gonna get that shit in probably like three. They just resigned their coach. That didn't cut the coach's ass. I ain't gonna say he asked. He just didn't do nothing Detroitish. No, I'll tell you what it was like. Front office man. Um, Ken Holland. Ken Holland just did not want to play the young players. He's always paying like the. Play. He was too. Ken Holland was too loyal. Steve Iceman ain't loyal. So basically, we're seeing the same pattern here. The fucking front office is bold in both sides. Look, man, this don't got nothing to do with what y'all was just talking about. <laughs> but please let me tell me y'all seen this video of this fucking bunny rabbit. Dog. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. <laughs> hey, that was a train, dog. What? That was that was train. What? <laughs> uh, bunny rabbit over there beating the shit out of uh, oh, start scrapping in Orlando, dog. <laughs> like an Easter bunny. This fucking no, funny. Easter Bunny, dog. This Easter Bunny ran up and started whooping this guy's ass oh, and shit. And he was fighting, game. yeah, he was fighting, he was fighting his woman, he was fighting his black woman. He his was woman. trying to break it up, and the nigga wasn't listening. And, and then he just, just started, he just started, he just started, he started piecing him up and shit in front of the cops. <laughs> yeah, I seen that shit. Like this nigga, that was a nigga for sure, man. That that was definitely a nigga. That, That's some funny shit. Yeah, that was that was in Orlando. It's memeable. It's, it's, it's turned into a meme already. That was, that was in Orlando, nigga. And look, you know, down there, A Train right now, down there for his anniversary and shit. So I'm sure, like, nigga, that was probably A Train that uh, the Easter outfit over there. Piecing the nigga up and shit. So, right, so look, last topic, right? Let's do it. Last topic. Now, I was going to get on some facial recognition shit today, but we're going to say that for next week because I want to see if I can garner some more articles about that shit because that shit is really real. <laughs> yeah, that shit. Facial recognition to that period. But we're going to. Yeah, we're going to. Yeah, we're going to motherfucking wait until next week for that. But. Definitely. Now, here's something that's going to hit home. Okay, so I don't know if y'all know what CRISPR is. CRISPR is that Gene Eddington. System that they got where basically you can go in with pre- precision and cut the DNA of a, you know whatever's in there and then replace it or ed- however you want to do it right. So Gene um, modified genetically modified um, food is different from genetically edited food. Genetically modified food is where you take bacteria from pesticides and shit and insert it into a plant so it'll grow with the pesticide in it. The editing is actually going in there before the plant is even, you know what I'm saying? I guess you could say born or the organism is born and you're fucking with the DNA. So when it actually grows, it does what you wanted it to do. Your grape tastes like cotton candy. Yes, exactly. So um, CRISPR, you can do that with plants. You can do CRISPR with babies, designer babies and stuff. You can do it with anything. twins and shit. They they did one with the HIV... um, resistant. No, not HIV resistant. Was HIV resistant? HIV resistant babies. Um, they basically, uh, fucking, they, they, I don't know how the fuck they did it, but they went there and sliced shit up and now the babies is super smart and they're HIV resistant, but they don't know what's going to happen to them in the future. Cause and we need y'all to get older and start fucking bitches with HIV <laughs> and then we're going to see if this shit work. Basically, Ultimately, we'll find gonna out be, about fi- in about 16 years. You're going to be that with a T-virus and you're going to be nemesis. Yeah. Okay. So, um, they basically saying that CRISPR is going to show up in mainstream and food before it shows up with. People and organisms has already. Well, no, no. The GMO is here. That's the modifying. The editing is going to be here. Has already. Well, it's going to be here, here. But the thing is, they're saying the FDA is not going to regulate it any different from just regularly grown stuff because 
They just not about two weeks ago. They said now they they don't have to tell you that this salmon is not actually salmon. It's right. The shit that's grown in the lab. That's the yeah. That's the CRISPR salmon. Yeah, basically. So they're not gonna tell you. Like it's just gonna unless that company has a good heart. They're just gonna just put that shit out there. You know what I'm saying? And when you read about like the four horsemen and shit, like famine and this and that, you always think, oh man, everything is dried up. It's no crops. It's like a desert around the world. No, famine is the lack of real food. We're gonna have so much fake food. And modified lab-grown food that the real food, you won't even know what it tastes like no more. It's these niggas that got together. I can't think of the company. But they was like, what do you need to survive? Let's go ahead and put that shit in here. And they got like a drink. Like Capsule Corp. And they was like, listen, if you drink this, you'll be, all right. you'll be okay. Like you don't got to eat nothing. Just drink this. It's not good. It's yeah. not that good. You have to put the water on there. Bone, just break but it if out. you just drink this concoction <laughs> every day, you'll be good. So basically, that's... um. Famine, that is going to be the famine, I think, in the future. Like, it's not going to be about, you know, what actually, if you look at the Midwest, the climate change is actually destroying all the crops from fucking Nebraska all the way to, I think, I want to say, like, Kentucky or Indiana or something. Like, the whole Midwestern and Western belt of agriculture and all that shit right now is getting flooded and dried the fuck up. Like, you can go right on the news and see it, but they're not going to report it on TV because they don't want to, like, I guess, fuck y'all up too quick. But we're going to be eating some shit that, well... Motherfuckers gonna be eating some shit that ain't real. Facts. Like get them tomatoes popping in your garden. Imagine them going in there and changing the DNA or something and adding a disease that makes you always hungry. You know what I'm saying? That makes you more hungry than where you were before you ate it. Or imagine me going in there and, and creating disease that make black people die from a certain yeah. thing. Now you do that and then you put it out there and then nobody knows. Now I, I, I go in there and genetically predispose you to violence. I mean, exactly. I mean, and shit. Now, I mean shit, they kinda got that out there for And that people. shit passes ALS. That shit alters your DNA. Sickle cell anemia. Oh that's true too. People don't understand <laughs> like the things that you eat and the things that you do in life alter your DNA. So ultimately whatever your DNA structure is you at the moment so you conceive a child, that's is that we only know roughly about four percent of DNA. Yeah, and for so long, we actually thought that there was some shit called junk DNA, quote unquote, which actually turned out not to be junk. It actually turned out, turned out to be coding information that just gives instructions. Think about that shit. Mm-hmm. All the shit that we know about DNA. You only know 4% of that shit. About 4 to 6% yeah. of it, we got to figure it out. The other 95%, eh, we don't know yeah. yet. You might, nigga, we might fuck around and be X-Men for real. Nigga. Listening to some shit I'll be on, like, so dark matter. It's some shit they ain't figured out yet. Like, we don't know what this shit is, so we gonna label this shit as dark matter. Dark matter. Like, y'all can't figure this shit out, so we gave it a name and put that but shit But I mean, over that, here. essentially that is what it is, because basically they say everything in space is is matter everywhere. So all the shit we don't see is dark matter, yeah. and all the shit we do see is the light matter. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The positive, negative. It makes sense. Like, duality. Positive, negative, What's light, What's faster dark. than the speed of light? Um, Speed of light. So look, only thing faster than the speed of light is a shadow at distance. Because the light has to get there to make a shadow? Well, so for an example, uh, so since the speed of light is 186,000 miles per second, but let's say I shined a light on the moon and went across like this, mm-hmm. technically the shadow would be moving faster. Right, because it has to the, get there. Right, okay. I get you know what, you what I'm saying? saying? It would appear whatever, but that's... Mindfuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mindfuck. Makes sense. But yeah, let's go ahead and get to these shoutouts. Mine, uh, uh, what shoutouts do I got today? What's your young G's? My shit's low. Oh, me deep on it. Um, I guess want to give a shout out to um Cloud Catchers. Shout out to Pilot Life. The usual. Shout out to my nigga Polo two times. I think he got some music coming up soon. Mm. I'm gonna drop some music soon too. Um, 
Shit, shout out to everybody, man. Uh, it's still flu season. My daughter currently has flu right now, so y'all get your, get, you know what I'm saying? Get your What's vitamin the flu? C on. Uh, influenza. Uh, one of them. <laughs> Where does the flu go in the, in the summertime? In the ground. All diseases go in the ground on your base. When they like it's flu season, like where do it be at other times <laughs> of the year? It, I think it's certain temperatures it's thriving. I don't know, but it, to be honest with you, I never seen nobody catch flu in the summer. But like where that shit go? It go in the ground. Is like it like polio? Is polio it, is polio is it like uh, what's the movie with, uh, with, with eyes wide shut? No, with uh, Sandra Bullock and shit. We everybody watched Bird Box. Uh, Bird Box. Is it like yeah. Bird Box? Like if you don't look at it, like where the fuck does that shit go? Placebo effect. Some wild shit, man. Shit, wild, man. Shout, yeah, shout out to everybody, man. Whoever listens, um, yeah, all new listeners, yeah. Thanks. I'm about to fix. I'm about to fix a lot of that shit too. I'm gonna tell you in a minute. <laughs> I'm gonna take care of a lot of that shit. Also, uh, tune in. Said they fucking with us. Who? Tune in. Sweat, sweat, sweet, sweet, sweet. Let's talk about sweat, sweet, sweet, sweet. Uh, shout out to uh, Shop Talk Podcast Studios and everybody who records out of here, man. All sixty-six podcasts who have come through here, um, and everybody who listen. Um, I fuck with y'all. When you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio. Book some time. Book some time. I like that. Uh, first off, man, shout out to my nigga Frost is Red. He a um, very talented motherfucker right there, man. Yes, uh, yes. Very talented. I got a link up with him tomorrow, man. Get some shit going, too. So everybody shout else, Frost. A lot, lot of work going. Um, shout out to Star and Diamond for, for the video shoot. Stop the Motizzi as well. Nigga, the nigga look like Jason Voorhees with the ski mask on with the bat. <laughs> so y'all see that shit soon. Um... Shout out to Diesel, because Diesel on the song. But, uh, also, man, um, damn, I, I just, I keep forgetting shit, man. man. I know, man. I, I've been tired as hell. Like, you know, yeah. um, Smoke a lot of weed. Shout out, shout out to the, shout out to Low Gross, man. I had, I had a, like a nice long That's funny, because I was just thinking that, too. Like, yeah, shout, shout out to him, man. Like, my man's been out there working and shit, man. He been, uh, you know what I'm saying? He, that nigga the plug now. Yeah, he the plug like a motherfucker. Everybody he, get your money ready. But he a real stand-up nigga, though, man. That nigga, took, that nigga, that nigga had tickets for the... Um, the Millennium Tour took his, his surprise his wife and took her there, man. They had a great time and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And I, I just gotta say, man, like nigga, you would do anything for your wife, dog. Even take her to a B2K concert, man. Let her have Shout her out to her, Low Growth, cause your boy would get her two tickets and be like, take your best friend. Yeah, but now nah, I, I would have did the same. I would have did the same shit, low key, man. Like you know what I'm saying? Just make sure she there to have a good time and shit. So nah, that's some fire shit, dog. But yeah, just talk to you, nigga. You know what I'm saying? He also he also think Low also think like we we the new wave and shit too. So that's some fire shit too. I so that's true. Yeah, so, uh, What's in your phone? shit, this is episode 10, man, we're gonna be on episode 11 next week, man, we're gonna, we gonna turn this bitch up a little more, man, we've got these first 10 episodes knocked out the way, so let's get it, man, so, shit, we'll see y'all niggas next week. For sure. Yeah.